everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. I am your host, Greg Scott. And with me, we've got two most excellent people who are with me today. Jay Beaverton. Tommy G. That's right. Jay Beaverton, Tommy G on the set or on the remote set of Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. If you're new to the show, thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy it. If you're a returning listener, also thank you for returning and listening. Uh, for those new, it's, uh, it's a podcast and we talk about literally what the title is, beards. So like beard reviews, beard products, meta reviews on articles that came out about beards. We also talk about brews, generally craft brews. Uh, I don't think we've actually done any big beers. Like, I mean, have we done like Calmado from Budweiser or any of that kind of shit? No, I, I don't even know if they have that here anymore. I remember it used to be in the single cans, but I don't think they... They made that, or they, if they do make it, it's not here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah. If you've had it, tell us, because I I'm never gonna drink it, but I, would, I it might be okay to cook with, you know. I don't know. And then we do bourbons or whiskeys. You know, we we really it's a big tree of whiskey, and then you know there's bourbon, there's ten, there's uh, Tennessee whiskey, there's Scotch. We we don't, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Discriminate. There we are. You don't discriminate. We don't discriminate. Yeah, it's all good. You know, there's no such thing as a bad whiskey, just a, uh, I don't know. <laughs> the, uh, uh, less uh, uh, different tasting uh, <laughs> cardboard whiskeys. Yeah, we, we've had some wet cardboard whiskeys on here and they were, uh, you know, in the right circumstances, they could probably be okay. Yeah. Uh, and if you can't tell, the show is running commentary and us digressing off in the every third wish way. So that's how we talk. Hope you like it. So I think that's enough preamble to say, let's get drinking. Uh, we're going to start with the Ooh. brews portion. Yeah. Jimmy, what we got today, buddy? Well, we've got the Jacko, and it's uh, J-A-C-K-O from Sam Adams, which is, I think, one of their only pumpkin-flavored ales that I've seen. I know maybe Tommy could talk about it more because I know you had to buy the the pack, the, the, the variety pack to get it. Because I bought it early and I was in the six packs. So I don't know what else came in the variety pack. I think it was like the Oktoberfest. I think it was all October type years. Um, okay. I don't think, I think it was the only pumpkin on that. All right. So I want to say this is probably the only pumpkin beer that they've put out. Because all the other pumpkin ones I think of are Southern Tier and or Dogfish Head. The only other two. Plus like the locals, oh, the local shit, guys. Those oh, shit. Yeah, shit, I haven't yeah. seen that. I haven't seen that much of that this this year. Maybe I'm not looking at it hard enough, but I I didn't see a lot of shipyard. Maybe I'm just tired of it and don't want to see it. Maybe I just walk right by it. I don't know. Yeah, that could be it. I used to love shipyard. Like yeah. every year, I came out. I was like, gonna get it on tap and gonna get my cinnamon on it. And now I'm like, meh, okay. Yeah, we used to. Uh, I I I go to jujitsu camp uh, usually every summer and. Uh, it's up in Portland, near Portland, Maine. So we used to go to the shipyard. We bought a whole bunch of different uh, shipyard beards, beers up there. Uh, they have a, like, a, I don't know, the place is really nice. And But since then, I haven't been drinking shipyard really ever. Mm. Yeah, I, uh, I think their production is kind of slowed. Because I know that they were a big presence down here a few years ago, but then they kind of pulled out. Because they had like two separate restaurants, that, and then they're both closed now. So I think they just concentrate on distributors distributed ship throughout the state but it's still a decent beer it's just i'm just like eh, okay it's it, i think i moved my palate's definitely changed a little bit not that i won't enjoy pumpkin beers but, but yeah this one's a simple one it's, it's this is this one's along those lines it's on like 4.4 percent uh which is a t- lower abv because like uh, well then again i drink the higher abv ones and so maybe again i'm just my bias is kicking in there no 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 4.4 percent abv is is tiny <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh not much alcohol at all, really. Well, the way they're, it's written is uh, what a transition uh, from summer into fall, apparently, which is why apparently it came out early in the six packs. I guess they just wanted to blast it out before, before uh, winter winter shows up to the to the other forty eight to the other forty nine states, but not here. <laughs> <laughs> to non Florida, yeah, right, exactly. Uh, plus, the low, uh, pretty low IBU, like, like no. I don't think there's any eight. That's eight, eight IBUs, yeah. That which is like a blip on the IBU scale, which goes to a hundred, right? 
And that's so not be happy at all. It's gonna be probably on the sweeter side. So yeah, that's basically it. It's that simple, simple pumpkin pumpkin ale. It should preface IBU stands for International Bitterness Unit. Right. So just to yeah, I always forget. Bitters. If you don't understand what we're saying, please email the show. <laughs> we'll or, Twitter. Or... <laughs> or Twitter. Or Twitter. I'm there. Yeah. I get notifications. So it's going to be uh, pumpkin ale, pumpkin spices, low ABV, not bitter at all. Memories of pumpkin pie. There you are. Mm. So, all right. Anything else we want to say about the Sam Adams Jacko before we taste it? Well, again, again it's probably going to be in the variety pack now if it's anywhere, because again, I, I picked it up in the six pack early and I just held on to one of them. So, uh, yeah, if you like variety pack beers, well, October, Oktoberfest is still a thing. So, I mean, definitely pick up the, the pack if you want to try a bunch of different beers. But they usually do. Sam Adams usually does a variety pack throughout the year. And this is just their fall one. So, you can find it, they're pick it up out. now because it's probably not going to be around much longer. Because after when November hits, they're going to probably blast out the winter ale. It's funny because this is their, their sweater weather multi pack. Well, again, for the other states that have wear sweaters, I don't think I've worn a sweater yet. <laughs> Yesterday morning was pretty chilly. That's about it. Yeah. And the front coming through as we speak. So, yeah, maybe it'll get a little bit cold for the, the spooky day coming up weekend. It's got really pretty color. I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty orange, orangish. Smells like a pumpkin spice beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's not cloying. It's not like overpowering in the smell, right. which is nice. I've had some I've had some like high ABV ones that are just like we smell alcohol and pumpkin spice. That's like the only flavors that come across the nose. Getting more pumpkin on yep. the nose than I do on the actual taste. I'm getting more of the just the, the ale coming through. Oh no, there's the pumpkin lingers a little bit. It's it's like McCormick and Schmidt's pumpkin spice, like this little bottle you buy and like put into your pies or whatever. That's all I taste. It's mm. a little bit of clove, maybe a little coriander, sweet. I was reading one review that's saying it's 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 syrupy. I'm like, I'm not getting that at all. It's very light. I mean, maybe because the sugar, that's why they're saying syrupy. It don't it doesn't taste like it's it's a fairly clean mouthfeel. I mean, yeah, I agree. Not very complex at all. Just yeah, just I'm, I'm still getting the base of the ale, but then like the little bit of the sweetness and the pumpkin and like giving the coriander you talked about. But yeah, it's a simple mouthfeel. It doesn't linger. No, not a lot of aftertaste. There's no bite at all. No, no bite. It could do with a little bit more bite, honestly. It's a little yeah. less sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to like the the ales that are a little uh, less sweet and kind of just the hint of the the pumpkin spice. When I'm trying to drink these like pumpkin beers. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I mean, it's. If you like pumpkin and you like low alcohol, this is probably your this is probably yeah. your dig right here, man. Uh, Definitely. Man, I don't know. If I bought a multi-pack of this or a sampler pack, whatever you want to call them, I'd probably be happy. Like yeah, three of them. Okay. I think if I bought a six pack, I'd be uh you know, after two beers, I'd probably be like, okay, I'm done with this. But <laughs> well, that's why you spread them out because I uh I had them like spread out, and I think what I did was I drank one of these first. And then I drank a Southern Tier to kind of like transition into <laughs> like the heavy stuff. You, you primed your pump with one of these before you went yeah, in heavier one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Decent yeah. ale. That's a decent ale. I mean, I, if, if it's on tap, it's probably good. If you find a little sampler, it's probably good. I'm disappointed at the alcohol content, if I could be mm-hmm. honest. I was like, man, doesn't it? I don't know. I, maybe, probably because I've been polluted by drinking all these higher <laughs> ABV pumpkins. And that's what I expect. Like, yeah, you have to also have to remember that like the like the casual like the there are, everybody's on the like the Michelob Ultra kick because it's like low low alcohol low carbs you can still work out and drink and so this is probably and most like uh, domestic domestics are only like four point something right so so it makes sense that Sam Adams would do something like this just to kind of get the mainstream people to drink it. It's definitely not for craft beer guys. Because, I mean, I guess Sam Adams knows their role sometimes. They just leave it. They leave the local guys to do, like, the, the Gourds Gone Wild or or the like the other heavier heavier stuff. And they, like, do, they let Dogfish Head do the, the Imperial Pumpkin Ales and stuff. So 
So I can understand why they put this out. But yeah, it's it's just an it's again it's a good day drinker. So good for that. Again, if you're just hanging out and uh, you don't want to get too messed up at a Halloween party or whatever holiday party you're at, pick this up and drink it. Fine. That sounds fair. Yeah. Yeah. If you're looking for for these pumpkin spice uh, beers that are have like more of like a pumpkin pie type of flavor, than just like a kind of like a pumpkin spice or like a fall spice. Uh, this is definitely in that that range. I'm sure my wife will love this. There you go. Yeah, they definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the what? What's the phrase? The spice must flow. The, the <laughs> pumpkin spice must flow. Yeah, yeah, that's relevant right now. Yeah, yeah. It's been flowing for a while since I think Duncan was the first to put out. I don't know if it was, it's either Duncan or Starbucks every year the, the first to put out their pumpkin coffee. Yes, they are. I, I, yeah, I don't know who started that, but. That's my favorite uh, pumpkin spice meme, I guess, which we're talking about Dune, you know, which is the spice that, you know, powers their ships or whatnot. So, which is topical because the movie just came out. The reboot part one just mm-hmm. came out. And, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but it's, it's yeah. phenomenal. Right. It's a lot of fun. Fortunately, I've never, never read or have watched anything to do with Dune. It's, but that's, that's fine because you can watch this movie and, and not know anything about it. And just go in for like the like the visuals and the kind of intense like movie making because it's it's a good movie and it's a good and I I've told people that have never read the book or seen the other movie just just watch it You're, you'll be fine. So if, it's if you got the time you got I mean it's on HBO Max and so it's just easy oh, oh it's on Max I'll just yeah it's it's approachable too I mean it's you know it's a two and a half hour film so I mean it's it's it eats a bunch of time but as far as like the acting and, and the story it's real approachable so yeah good visuals uh, and sound effects man my ears were hurting afterwards because i had like i don't usually watch movies on, on full volume but i was like mm. I, this is like my you know those the blockbuster film i'm waiting for like a year and a half two years for <laughs> I was like, i'm gonna turn this off mm. so uh sorry i'm gonna turn this guy up and uh it was it was fun i digress uh <laughs> closing comments yeah. on the the spice jacko pumpkin ale yeah it's it's okay it wouldn't be my one of my go-to uh, like fall you know pumpkin type beers but uh it's definitely definitely drinkable and it's uh not bad at all so it's good yeah i'd agree i agree with that assessment i probably would if it comes out next year i probably would just pick up the variety pack and not the six pack yep multi-pack good stuff all right guys i think that's going to do it for the bruise portion of the show we're gonna flow right on over to the beards portion just like the spice must flow all right so if you can't tell uh, we are in fall we are almost upon sam hail which would be the the irish term for halloween or all hallows eve or all this is it sam hail or sam hain i don't know i thought it was sam hail but it could be sam hain it might be sam my years my my years from watching supernatural is probably well, well, i know that <laughs> <laughs> that would probably be the more accurate statement then it is Irish. I'll tell you that. So mm-hmm. friends in Ireland will uh, hopefully contact us and tell them we pronounce it incorrectly. But it's, uh, it's when Tir Nanog, which is the Irish plane of the gods, uh, crosses over into our plane. And so fairies and other various things that live in Tir Nanog would uh, come over here and cause problems. And then mm. you know, wear a mask or some kind of pretend like you are from Tir Nanog, then they would leave you alone and go mess someone else up. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's your, your nice. Halloween story there. Anyway, so yeah, we're in Halloween. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about beards, I promise, at some point here. Uh, mm-hmm. Jim found us an article about the uh, 15 best Halloween costumes for guys with beards. And I really think they should just have dudes with beards. I think it would have flowed a little better there. But uh, I don't know, Jim, what, <laughs> why don't you lead us mm-hmm. through this? Sure. Well, the reason I picked it because I was looking for a Halloween costume myself. And I was trying to think of like beard characters. Unfortunately, my beard character is not on here, so I'm gonna start with mine. I went, uh, Delroy went to a party, uh, as uh, Commander William T. Riker, uh, sexiest bearded character I could think of. So I bought the, I may throw a picture up on Twitter if you want to go see that. It was me as Commander Riker, but yeah, it's he's not on here, unfortunately. But there are a few, uh, few guys on here that I may try to emulate at one point. But uh, 
but uh, you're gonna need for the first one you're gonna need like all the accoutrements here because he's got the suit and he's got the the glasses and like if you've ever seen the royal tannenbaums from uh that was named paul thomas anderson i think is his name no wes wes anderson wes anderson wes anderson okay yeah uh richie tannenbaum which if you remember that's luke wilson but he's got like the like the that's luke wilson yeah <laughs> that's that's impressive actually yeah, the hair, I can't what hairstyle that is, but yeah, you got the hair, the beard, and the suit, and yeah, it's the, a really the brown, nice... The brown suit. <laughs> yeah, the tan suit, yeah, which is a, a, it's a nice aesthetic, and uh, it's probably, probably one of the best Wes Anderson movies that, that's out there, I think. But uh, yeah, you could, uh, if you put all the accoutrements together, you could definitely dress up as Richie, because uh, like, he's like this uh, ex-tennis player who's like, again, if you've seen, ever seen a Wes Anderson movie, all the characters are esoteric. So they all have like really complex backstories, but he's a tennis player who's basically uh, retired and doing crazy stuff. So, so yeah, if you've ever watched that movie, you'll understand what I'm talking about. So go check it out. On the other end of the spectrum, Joe Exotic is another costume you could do, uh, especially since uh, we're I'm here in Florida, so I see quite a lot of those walking around, depending on what county <laughs> I'm in. Uh, especially with the mullet, yeah. The, the, the mullet, but he's got the looks like he's got like the handlebars in this picture and like scruff a little bit, so it doesn't look like a complete beard, really. But yeah, it's the, the handlebars okay. basically. Yeah, man, and, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, handlebar mustache. Yeah, <laughs> my, my favorite one's the next one up is, is Bob Ross because mm. I love Bob Ross and I don't care, he's a great guy. <laughs> I've never, I, yeah, I've never met anybody who doesn't like Bob Ross, I think it'd be hard to. I don't know. Well, I guess you probably got to get a wig and like throw out your hair with the wig and just any kind of, it's, it's kind of a normal beard, really. There's nothing crazy there, but uh, carry around a little paintbrush with you and talk about happy little clouds and happy little trees. And you have a, did he used to have a, like a bigger beard? Like a large, I thought he had a was bigger it? one, right? Yeah. Like a really big beard. I thought back in the day, the might have. And his squirrels, you, you ever hear the stories? Like he'll talk about it sometimes. Like he like, adopted some baby squirrels or raised some baby squirrels and like he's like yeah they're they're squirrely <laughs> like okay man uh <laughs> yeah squirrely, <laughs> squirrely squirrels I, I i have not watched the the documentary so i don't know i haven't seen the documentary either i will say if you ever are bored and want to like be disappointed by someone's prodigy child his son is a painter as well. And, he, and I'm sure he's a great guy and I don't know him, but he comes off so creepy. Like he just says things that like would, I don't know. The phrasing and the timing always makes him sound like kind of a sexual predator. <laughs> and not put too fine a point on it. Yeah. You know, whereas like his dad was like, oh, he's great. You know, happy little trees. And his son's just like, yeah, happy little trees there. Yeah. I don't know. You'd have to watch it. I'm doing a horror impression on it. Right. Pro tip, it's fine. It's hilarious. You should totally watch it. I'm assuming he's just trying to copy his dad. He's not just not coming off right. <laughs> he's coming off way creep. Mm -hmm. Next is uh, uh, the Black Panther, T'Challa. Uh, he had a very, he always had, Chadwick always had a nice, rest in peace, by the way, uh, had always had like a nice tight beard whenever he was on screen. So definitely like yeah. the, the, the traditional, just like keep it, it's trimmed, it's neat, it's tight. And with the hairstyle, it just, it just, it just goes well with the, with the overall character. Yeah. Not really messy at all. It's just very, very, if, if you're going to be king, be, be professionally uh, groomed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess, I guess my only problem with this picture though, from the, from the, is like, where do you find this Black Panther suit or outfit? Like, is that just like readily available or I don't know? Or do you go as like him as casual wear, you know, like when it like suit and tie or something? I don't know. Right. You could. I mean, but there, I've seen plenty of like, I'm sure Spirit or like Walmart has the T'Challa like Black Panther out there because it was just a huge movie yeah yeah next All up's right. my uh, second favorite oh, yeah. yeah john I, wick there you are super easy to put together helps to have a little bit of longer hair you know yeah, you but, can pull that uh, off with your hair because you, you got that, that going yeah yeah just put a nice suit on put a black tie on i would carry around and, and grow like your, your businessman beard basically that's what you're looking at with the higher cheekbones because it doesn't look like you shaves the, the size of the cheeks on it and then carry around a stuffed puppy, like a little puppy stuffed mm. toy animal. Mm -hmm. But that's how I'd rock that. That'd be a good one. Next up is, I don't know why, is it, why did you throw Drake on here? I mean, 
I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess the, he's oh, he's more become a meme now than anything else. Just the the top image. It's hard to describe memes, but yeah, you know the top image where he's going no, and then the bottom image where he's pointing. So that's the only thing I can really think of with because the picture they 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 picked of him is just he looks he looks sad. He does look sad. But, but literally, the description is rapper, singer, actor, living meme. I'm like, ah, shit. That's yeah, living meme. Yeah, he's got, and, he's got a little bit different thing. He's got the fuller beard, but like the, the, the tighter hairstyle on that one. But yeah, it's easy, so, too. I guess you just throw on, a, throw on a hoodie. Boom. Throw a hoodie on. Who are you, Drake? You look nothing like him, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I do that this year. I'll be Drake. Right. Just remember to, just to do the... Or you like fully commit, you get like the orange screen. Someone walk behind you with the orange screen. So you just do the, you do the stop and then you do the point when. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up is Llewellyn Davis, who I don't remember this movie. But it's, it's Oscar. It's Oscar Isaac. I don't recognize the character at all, but I don't know. There's a lot of other good Oscar Isaacs to pull from that you could. Like did you, that, not the pullback dude, but man, he rocked that solid beard. Yeah, it was that like beard was pretty badass. Yeah, yeah, I gotta give it to him for that because it it made up for like Poe Dameron towards the end because Poe Dameron just got annoying. But I'm like, so I was like, okay, Oscar Isaac, don't let me down on this one, and he didn't. And I was like, I was very impressed. But yeah, yeah, that that beard was it was big, it was bushy, it was big and bushy, but it was like quaffed perfectly, and it never yes. was unquaffed. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was big and bushy, but it looked like well-maintained like good like just yeah. like damn yeah perfectly co-opted i guess if you how you say that but. even when they arrive on the arrakis it's uh the the sand and the wind don't do anything to it <laughs> exactly wind and sun and shine and, and dust have nothing on his beard yeah exactly. Uh, right. well i think we beat that horse into the ground enough there are that was number seven there's there's you know it goes to 15 do the math there's a few more <laughs> there's there's seven more well i'll put the I put the article up so you can pick and choose what you what you like. So, yeah, and if you have any favorites, let us know. Post a pick, post a different pick of uh, a better bearded uh, Halloween costume. We we love being, seeing your feedback on uh, the media's of socialness. Well, enough of that Halloween funness. Now we are going to move into the bourbon portion of the show, which has literally nothing to do about Halloween, but that's okay because it's bourbon, and there's never a bad day to drink bourbon. Exactly. That's right. Next up, we have bourbon. Starts in Bourbon County and floated on down to the streams, or probably you know I eighty one, the highway, <laughs> to uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. This is Bowman Brothers Small Batch Bourbon, and so this one's kind of cool. Uh, it's own, so it's Bowman Brothers, their own company. However, they're owned by Sazerac, which owns all the bourbons, or at least a, a large portion of them. So you've got the your seventeen ninety two. And also your Buffalo Trace and all the, the mm. ones that fall into those groups. Uh, sorry, Bartons, 1792 Bartons is what I'm trying to say. So this is part of that family. Uh, it's triple distilled. So they make their, their mash and I guess they make it there and then ship it on down to Virginia where it is distilled again, or they still twice in Kentucky and then move down to uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia, distill it there and then age it in Virginia rickhouses. So it's kind of cool. So if you if you like, uh, you know, uh, Buffalo Trace products, this is probably something you might like as well. It is a non-age specific, so there's no age associated with it. It's generally believed to be between six and seven years old, but you know that's probably based on what year you buy it. Because as bourbon gets more scarce, the uh, aging process goes down some probably. But you know, it's neither here nor there. Uh, this comes in at 90 proof. It's either based on, if you're interested in mash bills, it's either Buffalo Trace mash bill one or two. So um, they kind of go back and forth on, on, everyone has an opinion on what it is, but basically it's 13 to 15% rye, the rest being made up with uh, corn. So mm -hmm. Is that considered a high rye mash bill or no with the that percentage? Because I'm, I'm reading something I would think it would distiller. be. This yeah, I would think it would be the high rye. Yeah. High rye, low malted barley, or no malted barley, <laughs> apparently, mm. and lots of corn. And uh, well, I'll tell you the price point at the end because I like to save that so we don't, you know, incept ourselves too much before we, we have any. Right. So, with that being said, would you guys, dear gentlemen, like to enjoy me for a beverage? Yes, I would. Salute. And so, I guess I should talk as we're 
we're all doing the mm. same thing. We are swirling yeah, in our cup. Right. We're looking at the coloration. We're kind of looking at the legs, maybe a little, a little huff on the nose, not too deep because we don't want to burn our nostrils off. So it's like what I like to call the eyes, nose, uh, mouth, <laughs> or mm. the children's song, you know. <laughs> it looks good. It's a little amberish. Yeah, real pretty color. Really nice yeah. legs on it. Yeah, somewhere between copper and straw. Mm-hmm. What color? Yeah, legs are pretty good. I'm getting some sweetness on the on the nose. Yeah, a little bit, a little sweetness, a little alcohol because you know it's alcohol. Uh, no wet cardboard, so that's a that's a <laughs> pro right there. It's weird. It's not really a strong noser though. Like I'm not I'm, a little bit of vanilla maybe or sweet some kind of sweetness. Yeah, I definitely got vanilla on the first on the first uh, sniff. Take a sip. Yes. <laughs> I'm like chugging away here. You guys are like waiting for me. My no, bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I should save the pros until we're actually ready to, to sip there. Mm, that's really good. <laughs> smooth. Really smooth. Very smooth. That's like the perfect kind of warming that I want because it, it hits your tongue and it's not abrasive at all. And it just gradually warms up cockles shall we say and just and just goes down really really smooth i mean there's burn but it's not unmanageable at all it's very very even yeah and we should preface we're drinking this uh neat so that would be with no no creek water mm-hmm. or no uh no ice cubes creek for those who don't live in southwest Virginia. <laughs> or for branch creek and water branch, another, branch water yeah. yeah that's the other term yeah which comes from the creek that's why i like to phrase it that way well this is from virginia so you can use all those virginia slang words you want more vanilla on the nose than it on the taste, I think. Yeah, I'm not surprisingly not a lot of vanilla on the taste. Like, yeah. that's surprising. It could be the rye because ryes are more tangy, so that might cancel out the the oak a little bit. But I love rye, so that, <laughs> so I don't have any problem <laughs> with this at all. <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just I was surprised that there's not more sweetness or or, or vanilla. I get more of a spice, yeah, more of like a spice than like a sweetness. Yeah. Do you get that kind of like dusty corn? Yes. Forwardness. Yeah. Something dusty, like, something like caramel yeah. corn, a little bit. Supposedly, we're supposed to get some fruit on here, apples and caramel mm. and you get a maple syrup. Oh, maple syrup! Now that I'm getting like the nose is a maple syrup. Yeah, this is why I try not to read things beforehand because I, I hear them or I see them like, oh, God damn it, that's so true. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the taste is. And this is the fun part about drinking bourbon, just kind of a general commentary here, is, you know, you taste it, you're like, oh, I like this or I don't like it. And then you try to figure out why do you like it? You know, oh, well, it has, you know, Jim likes the rye, so maybe it's got some spiciness to it. Mm-hmm. Or I like the, uh, I like vanilla hammers, or, you know, because I like vanilla. It's the best freaking spicers in the world other than pumpkin. But, uh, you know, and, and it's kind of fun to like parse these down, you know, put them in your mouth, kind of just trying to break down it while you'd enjoy it and, you know, get a slight buzz. And I'm reading it too. Mint, thyme, and tobacco jump off the nose to accompany our usual vanilla and spice. What if that Into dusty chocolate? corn is, is tobacco, a little tobacco taste maybe. I don't know. Mm. Mouth feels pretty thin. It goes away pretty quick. There's not yeah. really a lot, long-lasting taste. Yeah. The finish is, is pretty short. So the, the, I, I thought the mouth was pretty okay. Like the feel of it, you know, mm. it's not like a stringent or anything like that, which always is kind of off-putting for me. Yeah. This definitely would be one of the ones I, I I'm not usually a neat bourbon drinker. I mean, I'll, you know, for tasting, of course, but yeah, but I, I'm not one of those guys that just has like a glass of bourbon out and drinking it unless it's bourbon I like, but like this one would be one of the ones that I could do that with just because it's, it is, I like the, the abruptness of it a little bit. And again, like I said, the, the the warming up is very gradual and it's not overpowering. There's definitely ones I could just have in a, in a, in a rocks class without ice in it and just have it yeah. out and sipping on it. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> I go back and forth on how I drink it. Uh, just bourbon in general, ice or not, or water. But this is definitely, I don't think you need to add, a, if you add a little bit of branch water to it, you don't need much. It does pretty well on its own. Yeah, for sure. I'm surprised how smooth it is, really. Like I always, I'm always happy to have yeah. a smooth bourbon, <laughs> other than like you know knives right across <laughs> my teeth, you know. Right. Yeah, I, I remember seeing this back when I worked in worked in retail when it first came out because it was one of those things that nobody had seen it before, and I was like, well, I've got a, I get a discount on it back then, 
So like I remember <laughs> trying it. I'm like, oh, I like this. And then I got a hold of the we're talking about the show about the the J Bowman, which is another one from them. This is a little bit higher in price, but yeah, that one was really good too. And then I think I found another. It's a third one I had. I think it might have been the, maybe one in Asian Caribbean casks. Port. I think port they have barrels. one of those port barrels. I, yeah. I, yeah. Was that was it the J Bowman? There's a, there's another one too, because there are two Bowman brothers. There's J Bowman and then there's the other Bowman, E Bowman. I don't there's remember. John J Bowman there's, single the, barrel, and then there's the. I think it's just the Bowman Brothers Port Girl finish, and then the Bowman okay. Brothers small batch. And the small batches that we have. Okay, today. probably have had all three of them, and I like all three of them. These are all really good. It's all it's a, just really good distillery. I love like all these the lines of these ones. These are, haven't had a bad one of these. Yeah, the, the Port Barrel is uh, Isaac Bowman. Okay, Isaac Bowman. Thank you. Thank That's you. the one I was thinking of. I know I've had that one. <laughs> it's the other brother. It's the other brother. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, these are good brothers, not like the, the, there's only one good Baldwin, and then the other Baldwins, not so good. But the Bowmans, <laughs> they're good. All the other, all the Bowmans are good. All two of them, or however many, <laughs> I'm actually not sure how many there are. That's funny. So I saw Tommy crack open a new bottle of the small batch as we were sitting here. Any, any different tasting notes than the, the newer one? This is about a year old, maybe, the one we have here? Six months? Yes. Seven months. So it's, it's actually a lot different. Mm. Really? Much sweeter. Making sure I have the, the same one. Well, I know this one's been <laughs> well. This one's been through some transfers, so it's it's been through some transfers. You do lose you do lose some things when it when it travels. So that's good. It's about the same. Oh, the same, just a little bit more sweetness you're getting. Yeah, a little bit more flavor, a little bit more um, like the mouth. I actually feel it in my mouth a little bit more. It's uh, like okay. it's stinging stinging my gums good right now. Hmm. Hmm. Compared to uh, before, I do get a little bit more fruit on the nose. Could be that it's my second second glass. <laughs> <laughs> I totally smell fruit this time, guys. I promise. It takes time. Well, it takes time to open up the pores and the and the and the and the whatever. <laughs> I was like trying to think of the things in the and your your nostrils open more as you drink. That's that's an explanation. There, right? there you are. Yeah. Yeah, for me it's pretty good. This is actually my second bottle that I've owned, so it's definitely one that I keep stocking after I finish the bottle. Yeah, I don't want to recommend keep stocking it because then therefore deplete the stock that I have <laughs> access to. But if you see it on the shelf and it's MSRP, I would recommend purchasing it. Leading us to what's the MSRP? Uh, it, this rocks about $30 typically. Yeah. It's in Virginia. I'm in Virginia, so it's easy to find here. Uh, I know we were talking a little bit before the show that other states have less access to them. I know Florida, it's a little harder to get. And I guess the other the other types of Bowmans, the uh, Isaac and the uh, John Jay, are way harder to find there. But yeah, around here it's like thirty five dollars. It's usually pretty easy to find the Bowman Brothers, but the other two I, I haven't seen. I think I saw one on the shelf maybe like two years ago. And that's the fun distribution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're having the three tier system, which is a travesty of the U.S. <laughs> government, I guess whoever <laughs> runs it. Any closing thoughts on Bowman Brothers, small batch, bourbon? Really good. Uh, really well balanced. I like it a lot. Definitely quality product for a little bit more than Buffalo Trace, but I'd have to do a side-by-side to see which one I would like more. Probably this one a little bit more because of the rye. But, uh, but yeah, this might, buy, about there, might, this might be my next purchase. Let's buy one of these. And if that's something you'd like us to do, by the way, put a side-by-side on We can do a special on our Patreon account. A little side-by-side between uh, Buffalo and Bowman Brothers Small Batch. That's something we could probably arrange. So, you know, hit us up. Let us know if that's something you might be interested in. And I totally cut Tommy off before he was going to tell us his closing thoughts. Same (laughs) thing. I've already already kind of given my thoughts. It's definitely a good, uh, I think it's good for $30, $35. I'll keep probably stocking it as long as as I do. And then, uh, yeah, it's good. It's a good uh, drinking sipper. And you don't feel bad, you know, when people come over, you break a bottle and share it. It's, you don't feel bad about that. Right. So it's 90 good. proof. It's not too, it's an easy drinker. So excellent. Thumbs all around. Thumbs up all around here. Yep. All right, guys. That is the show. That is beards, brews, and bourbons. We gave you the beards. We gave you the brews. And we definitely gave you the bourbons more than you wanted to know. <laughs> not necessarily in the order you just heard, but. Yep. Yep. Uh, if you stayed at the end of the show, we do the silent B, which is always fun. So why don't you stay around to the end and we'll tell you about that later. 
But uh, now we're going to do the, where can you find us? We are on the social medias. We are on the Facebooks. Just look up Beards, Brews, and Bourbons. We have the emails at hosts at bbbpodcast.net. That's also our website. That's an internally uh, in purgatory being developed and not developed. Mm. So pop on by and, you know, look at it, I guess. You still go there. I mean, it's it's there. So it's not... (laughs) You can go there. <laughs> and the podcast are mostly up to date on there. Mm-hmm. But you can find us on anywhere you get podcasts. You're listening to the podcast now. I, I like to assume you know how to find podcasts, but in case you have problems, you know, we're we are on the Googles and the the uh, Amazons and the Podbeans and the Spotify's and blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially just just search just search out the name of the podcast and you will find us definitely. And I'm forgetting a couple of our social medias. What are they, Jim? Well, let's see. We got we got the Facebook, which uh, is going to be Meta soon, but that's a whole different <laughs> thing. Look that up yourself. Um, yep. Uh, Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Bourbon Beards, all one word. I uh, find us there. Find just this quick post we've done in the past on there as well. Of course, the website. Other than that, I think there's a I think it's Podchaser. That's a fairly new one that we're available on, but that's mostly just an aggregate. But again, if you just if you just put uh, beards brews and bourbons into your search bar you will find us fairly quickly anywhere you go google yeah. or bing don't forget about bing <laughs> or it's forget there. about bing yeah it's horrible uh, and we are on tiktok we have a couple videos that pop out there every once in a yes. while thank you uh, yep and we, it's at beer at bourbon beard same as our bird handle Mm-hmm. And we have the patron account. Uh, so if you have a couple pennies or dollars in your in your spare change drawer, you want to toss our way, you know, we appreciate it as well. Keeps the lights on and the website up. <laughs> That's quasi usable. Yeah. That is the show. I am your host, Greg Scott. With me, I have two excellent friends. Jay Beaverton. Tommy G. Thanks for listening to our theme music. We made it all the way to the silent B. This is the part of the show that doesn't really fit with the other. I like to think it's fun. I've been told it's entertaining. I like to believe I've been told the truth. And you're like, okay, well, tell us what the show's about. So the silent B, again, it's uh, it's a little meta. Sometimes we talk about you know, movies. Sometimes we do sci-fi, fantasy. Like, what if this happened? Or who's your favorite Star Wars character? We actually, we've never done that one. Uh, we did do a uh, who's your favorite star trek captain which is obviously janeway you know <laughs> <laughs> so uh that's for irish giant he's uh our other member of the uh who's on sabbatical right now of the, of the team he he loves kirk so actually is he a kirk fan or is he a picard fan i forget i don't know i think he's he may even be cisco too just because he's watched oh the it's the cisco. DS9. yeah I always forget about Cisco because I never watched DS9 because I mm. am a bad nerd. So yes. well, you, you you're more you more aligned with Star Wars than than Star Trek. So I I've learned to live with it because <laughs> <laughs> not not everybody likes both, so yeah. it's understandable. Because I know people well, that are Star Wars fans that hate Star Trek. Oh, I can't imagine being a sci-fi person and like well, Star Wars even in sci-fi it's just it's space fantasy. I mean, yeah, if you're gonna put it, put it down. They have a weird religion with Mumbo and Jobo that makes things happen. Uh, Midichlorians. Have... Oh, God. We don't talk about the Midichlorians. We don't talk <laughs> about the Midichlorians. I, mean, I guess they have lasers and faster light travel, so therefore it's sci-fi. Meh. Okay. Whereas Star Trek is like... I don't say it's science-based, but it's a shit ton more science-based than Star Wars. Mm. And they have morality tales every time, in every episode. So True. Anyway... If you can't tell, the show rambles. The Silent Bee is a rambling, <laughs> <laughs> rambling thing as we That's make our way to our discussion. Tonight's Silent Bee is provided by Jim. Jim, please tell us what the Silent Bee is. Well, since we're speaking of Star Wars and going too far with things, direct all your bad comments to J.J. Abrams. Has Halloween gone too far? 
I know you're, you're probably, if you're listening to this gentle listener, then you are listening to this after the fact, after Halloween, maybe November sometime, but it's still lingering around, I'm sure. There are people like, I don't want to take my Halloween decorations down. I want to celebrate it all the way around. And I know people that have like, what was it, uh, Halloween on Christmas thing? The, uh, what's the movie? I'm blanking on the movie. I remember um, for Christmas. Yes. There you are. Thank you. They do the thing where they just keep, it's like a Halloween tree and all that. All that stuff. So they that's they, what they like they do. keep a tree. Wait, no, I'm confused now. They have a Halloween tree. It's not a Christmas, a Christmas tree. tree with Halloween stuff. Yes, and they'll okay. keep that up instead of like doing the Christmas thing. Which again, there's already stuff out. If you go, if you go to Walmart. Uh, I think I was in Home Depot the other day. They have a whole section for Christmas, and it disturbed me. <laughs> I, I I'm like I don't want to think about it yet. And this was like a a week or two ago, I'm just like, I don't want to think about it. I just, working in retail for as many years as I did, I'm just like, I just, which any holiday can go too far, but Christmas, is, again, is the retail, is the retail uh, savior of the year for for corporations, but. Yeah, Christmas has gone too far. I, I agree yeah. with that. Okay. But I do want to say, <laughs> I do want to say, I love Christmas trees because they are so metal. We're going we're gonna to chop this living thing down we're going to display this corpse in our house we're going to decorate this corpse of a tree and then we're going to have it for a month or so i mean it's just it's really fucking metal it's great yeah so that's going to segue into halloween has it gone too far i love halloween man i i, I can't say i go like 365 seven days a week halloween but fall in general when you're not in florida is fucking awesome and you got nice weather and you got like just you got like the christmas in the air crisp not christmas because fuck christmas <laughs> i don't know like halloween and and i also just i don't know i like it i like halloween i like fall it's my favorite season in the entire world and uh i don't know that's a good question I, i'm i'm stalling here for time tommy steal the thunder <laughs> help me out here man why do you why do you hate halloween jim <laughs> I never said I hated Halloween. I, I enjoy Halloween. I just, I think it can go a little bit too far sometimes. Okay, I, the basis for this, I went to Spooky Empire, which is a local kind of con for, like, just Con- for convention. That, convention, yeah. For, not for Halloween people necessarily, but it's for, I guess people that they, they, the description they say is they don't fit into, like, the regular con. Yeah, like like MegaCon or or Comic Con because they have a specific horror genre, you know, like the like like steampunk ho- like horror genre, the like metal stuff that the Halloween movie like the 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 horror movie buffs. I, I I went and I enjoyed it. I just I'm like this is not for me because I'm just not a horror junkie. I guess I'm not trying to crap on those that are, but I'm just like. Why wouldn't, I mean, you want to celebrate all October? Just celebrate, like, the week of or something. I don't know. But yeah, I don't hate Halloween. I just, I'm just like, people that make it their aesthetic throughout the year, I'm just like, okay. Who, who, abused who you? hurt you, Jim? Yeah. Who hurt you? <laughs> who hurt me? No, I'm like, who hurt them? <laughs> but I enjoyed you? it. But again, I'm just, like, I'm walking around, and I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I saw the, Robert Englund was there, and I saw the line for him, and I'm, but, like, he was, like, the only guy I recognized. That everybody else was like. The kid from Chucky was there, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't care about the grown-up kid from Chucky. I, it's it's I, like the baby from Nirvana. I don't give a shit about you. Either. If Brad Dorff was there who voiced Chucky, then maybe, but the kid from Chucky, I don't care. But yeah. people were lined up, so I'm just like, okay. Yeah. In recent recent years, we have gotten into Halloween more, or at least like the, like the Halloween season, and the last couple of years, I, I never watched horror movies, and then for another podcast uh, we i've been watching like 100 new movies to me every year and so october we try to do all horror movies so i've gotten into it more in the last couple of years but we enjoy halloween we we uh, we just moved into a new house and we decorated it for the first time in i don't know five years or so so we enjoy it did you watch That's any it. of the halloween movies like the act like michael myers halloween movies yeah so for the first time uh, i think last year actually or the year before the new one came out or the year of the new when the new one came out we watched all of them up to that and then we went to the movies for the last new one so, so you saw how so you saw halloween ago. kills halloween kill halloween kills not that the one that came out, out this year oh not this yeah. one okay 
the, the year before, yeah, the one prior to this, the remake, okay. I guess. Or All the, right. Is that Rob Zombies? No, it was the one yeah. after those. So it was like, uh, I guess it was the sequel. I guess it was like, yeah. I'm more of a Friday the 13th guy, so I never really got into the Michael Myers lore. But I was like, how many of them are there? And I remember as a kid seeing Halloween 3, the season of The Witch, which is a completely different story. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. So it's just like, oh, we're making another one. And Jamie Lee Curtis is back in it. I thought you died somewhere back in like two, three movies ago. So it's hard for me to keep up. Maybe I'm, I'm just a hater. Maybe that's just all it is. That I don't get it, so I'm gonna hate on it. It does fit with your personality profile. Oh, that's that's funny coming from you. <laughs> you you're the master um, hater. You're the you're the you're the Lord Sidious of uh, <laughs> of hating. Of hate. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, I don't know. Halloween's fun. I mean, back you know, in the before times when. You could do things. I guess you could do them now, but we're kind of a bit of a shut-in for the COVIDs. Uh, mm. Halloween Horror Nights, man. I went to, not to age myself at fuck all, but one of the first couple Halloween Horror Nights there in Orlando, Florida. Yeah. And I just loved it. And we try to go to that or down to Tampa. Florida has one. Oh, Hello Screamers. And that's by Bush Gardens. And they, I think they have them all across the nation. Uh, just, they're fun. You know, you got your your spookiness you got a little bit of creep factor you've got nice weather for the most part it's lots of fun and they uh house stream is now at sea world too nice sea world this year also yeah so give kind of compete with halloween horror nights which again it's gotten so big that i remember i was driving down i4 i think it was last friday night and the, the exit for universal was jammed and it was actually backing up traffic on i4 because people were oh, trying wow. to get in see I would draw the line and say they went too far when like you can't get into the park, you know, or like you spend actually, it, to be honest, that's why we kept going. Not even this COVID, just the lines. I don't want to queue in a line for an hour, 30 minutes to, to walk through a thing for two minutes. You know, it's just not a, the ratio of the fun uh, is not there for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Because you sober up, <laughs> not to be too fucking honest, but you're yeah, you get a you beer, do. you get in line, you sober up by the time you get to the thing, like, and then you do it all again. I'm like, guys, this sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's bad when you buy a, you buy a second beer and in line inside of the the thing, and you finish it before you get to the front. Yeah, it's like you got there's, there's something wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, Universal's figured out how to completely monetize uh, Halloween Horror Nights. I'll give you that. They went too far. <laughs> They went too far. I win. <laughs> I've brought you over to my side. Uh, although counter argument, every time I uh, go to Disneyland or Disney World, we always do the uh, Haunted Mansion because that's always a fun. Yeah, my wife is a, a big Haunted Mansion fan. So, Isn't that more classic Disney, though? Because I can see people that Disney head people that just the old school rides that have been there like forever of the ones that have survived the uh, the culling like 20,000 leagues didn't and at least over here toads uh, wild ride didn't so it's one of those rides that's been revamped but i don't think of horror when i think of haunted mansion i just think of a classic disney ride yeah i mean it's it's ghosts and stuff like that but it's not horror horror really but yeah yeah did you guys watch the muppets uh no, Haunted, Haunted no. it's on I the list it i saw it. i saw it it's on the because disney plus but yeah it's uh it's on the we might watch it this weekend on actual halloween just for just for laughs because the muppets you can't go wrong with the muppets yeah i would say it was pretty it was pretty well done and it's pretty good nice. i actually watched it twice so oh good oh, wow good to hear it's an easy watch it's only like 50 minutes or something like that it's pretty quick i suggest it suggest watching it Nice. Might have to hit that up on the this All Hallows Eve. Come up with it's Sunday or something. So yeah, Sunday, the thirty first, and then right into Christmas. Don't worry about Thanksgiving. <laughs> no such thing. Yeah, it's just yeah Thanksgiving. But then again, I think people have downplayed Thanksgiving because of the uh, you know the woke culture. Not to get political, but I think people just okay. Let's get together and eat and not discuss the uh, slaughter of Native Americans. <laughs> uh. I'll be honest, I, I just generally hate Thanksgiving because it's 
it's not enough time to travel, but it's just enough time to travel down and see people. Yeah. So it's, it's always a challenge. It's like what, three days or something. You might have a day and a half off from work. And then if you're traveling at all, it's just, and then everyone's on the freaking road with you. So it's a, it's a pain in the ass I find. So I thumb down hard Thanksgiving, but that's just my Mm. personal take. No, no, uh, no woke culture involved in that. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan either. So. I think I was one of the only, cause like, I remember my grandparents, my, my grandma, all of the bric-a-brac they would bring out and they had like a Thanksgiving box. It was like a, like a, like a, a cloth turkey. And she had like this other giant, like turkey doorstop. <laughs> it had like, it had like, it was full of sand. And you just put it like as a doorstop. It was weird. It was like, put like the cornucopia and like the, the, the actual pumpkins, not jack-o'-lanterns and like the, the, the fake maze. Yeah, it's just on the table for no reason. And then like the fake you ever see the the glass pumpkin pie that just sits or like or the apple pie? It's made of it's like porcelain. It just sits on the table. And I'm like, why would you buy it's not a paperweight? Why would you buy that? I don't understand, uh, I guess. I think that was a thing back in the day, but I think my mom used to like, go out and like paint those, like do those like uh like porcelain painting and it was i think she had like uh thanksgiving stuff too like pies and pumpkins and like salt and pepper shaker type things and it was like all homemade back in like the 70s right before Publix uh right. got the the salt and pepper the pilgrim salt and pepper shakers right. <laughs> i don't want to end the show but time's ticking away we got halloween <laughs> stuff to do for those who love halloween I don't know. Bah humbug Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was a, a rambling edition of the silent bee. Uh, we do this on every episode. I think we have every episode. This is, this is the fun part. The non-alcohol part, I guess, you know, the alcohol still lingers though. Cause we still haven't finished. Yeah. Or yeah, some yeah. of us have finished them. Yeah. Time for another drink. <laughs> All right, everybody, we appreciate you listening to the show. I am your host, Greg Scott. With me, I have two excellent gentlemen. Uh, Jay or Jim, depending on uh, if you kept track of uh, the names called. Sorry. (laughs) It's fine. I don't care. It's a silent B. It's fine. Tommy G. All right. That's Beards, Brews, and Bourbon, the silent B. This is all the show we have. See you next time.